Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is April 1st, 2022. Um, if you have any questions, raise your hand. Karthik? Hello. Hi, Rahul Garu. Yes, Karthik. Good evening, sir. Uh, I have a question. My visa got expired. I mean, H1B got expired in August 2017. And my current H-1B is valid until uh, September 2022. And mm-hmm. I have India and uh, took visa appointment May 16th with the current 797. And I submitted the DS-160. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, is that appointment with the Dropbox? Yeah, Dropbox, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, my employer is planning to file an extension uh, this coming week and going with premium. My question here is, uh, can I submit new DS-160 with a new VAC number? and carry that to the Dropbox appointment? Uh, so they're filing when? This week? This week, yeah. And when are you going for the appointment? Uh, May 16th. You're fine, absolutely fine. Okay, thank you, sir. And one more last question is, uh, since I'm submitting a new DS-160, right? Should also I need to update my profile in US travels document uh, doc, doc website uh, with the uh, uh, with the new VAC number where we took the appointments and all, right? Should I yes, need to update? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. Sir. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Next person, please. Satyam. Hello, Rahul, sir. I have watched your video for many years and uh, thank you for your support to the community. Thank you. Uh, uh, so, uh, sir, my uh, H-1B is valid till September 2022, and uh, I recently got married. So, uh, my um, I have to apply for a H-1 extension as well as H-4 EAD for my wife. Where's your boss? Uh, oh, what? Where's your boss? Oh, he. I'm working from home. No, where's your uh, wife? Oh, yeah, she's outside. Uh, Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, sir, uh, uh, we have to travel to India for a week after three months. So, uh, I know that. Wait, wait, wait. You're married. You're here. Yeah. Your H1B is expiring in September 2022. Yeah. And uh, you're filing an extension. For her. Uh, I mean, my extension will come in a week. uh, uh, Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then? Yeah. 
and uh, after i get, as soon as i get my extension based on my i797 um, i'll apply for her h4 and h4 extension as well as h4 ead uh, but i know that if we go to india after Wait, she's in india your boss is in india no no she's outside she's uh, here with me she, she's in india where is she no no uh, i am in us sir and she's also with me only us what visa she is in h4 okay so you said um, you got recently married yeah 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 so um, we came in january okay yes. keep going yeah so uh, i know that uh, uh, nowadays h4 and h4 ead takes at least 6 to 12 months so if we travel to india after 3 months her uh, h4 extension will be abandoned and h4 ead is uh, i don't know what will happen to that okay so one th- one thing Uh-huh. is that there's a confusion h4 extension will not be abandoned okay so you may ask a question oh oh i see all the google that says that h4 will be abandoned if it is a change of status okay that means if it is changing from f1 to h4 it will be abandoned if it's any other visa to h4 it will be abandoned okay you got it yeah. but if it's a h4 extension it will not be abandoned okay so i can safely travel to india and come Absolutely. back no you can safely she can safely too and her h4 and ead will be adjudicated she doesn't need h4 but it is a matter her ead will be adjudicated too uh she won't need an h4 extension uh, when is her h4 expiring uh september 20 22 same as me yeah um and she's coming back without stamping is right yeah uh, we uh, yeah that shell her h- uh, she needs h4 it will be adjudicated it will be approved okay okay uh, sir one follow up question um i have seen your video of uh, going to mexico and getting the i94 extension uh so uh, like do we like uh, is there a, just a, out of curiosity uh, can i just go to mexico as soon as my i797 come get her i94 uh, uh, extended till 2025 and then apply for a standalone h4 ead and not apply for i539 at all right now you mean to say yeah like uh, let's say my uh, i797 comes next week we go to mexico after 2 3 weeks get her i94 extended till 2025 and then apply for a h4 ead is um... you can do that but i'm just trying to think when she is trying to come back from india to here they may still give only until september 2022 oh okay. and i mean uh, after that if we don't travel at all um, then she's fine then she's fine okay and uh, okay and so even if we go any time after that outside they'll still give till 2022 i mean if we go to mexico she'll get till 2025 right based on uh, right now yeah yeah but you're saying after that if we travel to india then they may give till 2022 only you never know what they will give oh okay oh huh. okay Thank you then next call. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Rayani Rish
Yes. Hello. Hey, thank you. Um, so I am under a L1 visa, um, which just uh, got L1 visa. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I have it just expired in um late last year, but I do have my petition until February 2023rd. You got L1A or L1B? L1A. Okay. When did it expire? Um, September 2020. No, oh, sorry. October 2021. Okay. My, you filed an extension. Okay. No, I have a, my petition is valid until February 2023. The one, uh, 122, uh, 129. And I am in process of the green card. My, my question is the 140 hasn't been approved yet. Um, when would I have any implications if I, um, leave my job? Okay. When I'm allowed let me, or... Let, let, let me understand. Your L1 is expiring in January of 2022. Expired into January 2022. Yes. You filed an I-140 and for it or just I-140? It was both, well, we filed, my, my company filed the 140 and the 485 altogether. Did you file L1A extension? No. No? No. Wait, how are you working right now? Because my one, um, I-94 is valid until February 2023. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. And then you, oh, I don't want you to change the jobs right now. No. No. Until it gets approved, the 140. When, when can I, like, would I be able to? When did you file the 485? 485, um, July 2021, 13th of July. I want you to give the I-140 approved. The 140? Okay. Don't change it. Once you get the I-140, you're free. Okay. okay. Okay, sir. Thank you. And you you also need to get an EAD approval too. They didn't file EAD. Or you mean really? after the 140? No, no, no. With the 485, they didn't file the EAD? No. You can contact us. My legal assistant is going to give you the email address. You should, I, I don't understand why, if with the 485, they didn't file the EAD? No. Why well, you should file a EAD right now, okay? Okay, okay. To be able to, after 140, just be free. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, perfect. What What is the processing time for right now for the EAD, do you know? It may be four months to okay. 12 months. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Next person. Danu? Sure. Thank you. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is regard to the H4. Uh, H4? Yes, sir. Uh, I filed uh, an extension, H4 extension on April 2020. Mm -hmm. And we didn't hear any update till now. April 2020. 
Yes, sir. That's a very long time, buddy. Yeah, I I didn't follow up uh, a few months back, and I got a biometric in February 2021. Mm-hmm. And after biometric uh, February, I waited a couple of months to see any response. As I see any response or any confirmation, I reached them out uh, to you say still had no response from them. And mm-hmm. I waited till October to see an EAD to file up to see the status can be revoked and start doing the process. So that's the reason I filed an EAD on October 2021. Wait, wait, wait. Why do you have to wait so long? You should have filed the EAD along with yeah, the same time. Because I thought of, I have a plan of going to India by that time. And ah. because of all the COVID and everything, it's changed the whole life, my life of uh, applying all these things. And when I reached yesterday, I spoke with one of the agents in the US yesterday and I asked the same question. It's been more than two years and I had any response on either on H4X or ED. Uh, what is the time of going to get it done? And they're saying that you have to wait till uh, Nebraska your service center to get response. I don't have much info on it. I'm just trying to understand like, do we have to still wait on it or can we? expedite the process or what could you okay. say? Can you make me co-host because I'm not getting the thing. My 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 leader is um, You're a co-host Rahul. I have made you a co-host. No, when I um, when I send, I can't miss, send a message to all the people. Can you send the message? Um, Danuk, I want to contact the ombudsman. Sorry, you want me to call Contact mm-hmm. the ombudsman for the H four delay. Uh, ombudsman, I gave a link. It takes ten minutes for you to fill it out. Uh, so, can you uh, check now, Rahul? I think you will be able to send it. I'll try. I'll try. It. Okay. Sure, sure. And will that going to affect any of uh, traveling time? I, mean, I know. Is there is there, is there any problem in the status with the currently within US? No, as long as, uh, when is your spouse's H1B, the main person's H1B expiring? H1B? Uh, it's got extended uh, recently and it's expiring in 23, separately. And your H4 is exp- uh, expired? My wife. And... Sorry, Sorry, sir. Your wife's, uh, who is the main applicant? You are your wife. My, my, my. I know that you filed in April 2020 for your wife. Is that right? Yes, sir. She's fine. She can stay in United States. Do you have a recent universities, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. She and, can stay. And Absolutely my kid also. Problem. It means it's the same Ab- thing with the Ab- kid. Absolutely no problem for them saying it. Do you have a receipt notice? You're good. Yeah. I mean, I see a post in one of the blogs saying that when they're traveling from US to India, uh, some of the CBP officers are making an annotation on the visa copy. Uh, uh, I've that... seen that. I've heard that. You're good. Okay. You will not have any problem whatsoever at all. Okay, sir. Um, and I do Before have... Before you said, you, when is your wife's H4 expiring? Uh, it's got expired on September 2020. You filed in April 2020. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you, she's in good. No problem with that. And uh, in order to proceed on this case, I just need to fill the link, uh, go to the link and fill out the details. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Sure, sure. Thank you. Next Thank person, you. please. Thank you. Ragvi? 
Yeah, thank you. Um, hello, I got picked in the H1 lottery this year. Uh, I think after like seven tries. I have previously been on F1 for my master's and now on uh, H4 um, and I have an EAD. It expires next year, August. So I have international- August of 2023. Correct. Um, and I have an inter, uh, like important international travel plans next week as well as June for work, uh, which I really don't want to cancel. So I'm contemplating uh, putting my H1 application as consular processing. I just want um, advice on what are the risks involved? Is there a lot of rejection rate for that? And also if there is a way of... Um, traveling and i know there's a 90-day period within which okay. first can... of all you said it's a fifth attempt seventh i don't know what to speak you know you pray to god and god and when god comes in then oh let me put my lipstick on okay god doesn't care about lipstick okay anyway that's up to you um there may be reason why it's a seventh attempt here is the thing that what you need to understand that you are not counted on the H1B number until whether you have a H1B with the I-94 and get the passport stamping. So you can go to India and come back on H1, F1, H4, whatever you want to, but you're not counted on the H4, H1B number. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, my, well, my... What's, your, what's your travel plan? Is it after June 30th or before June 30th? Before. And when will you come back? Uh, the last day is uh, June 19th. I will be back. Oh, they can file after June 19th. Yeah. Change of status. Okay. So they can file after June 19th in change of status, even though I have traveled before that internationally. Yeah. It's not Why good for you to file right now. They can mm -hmm. file in between June 19th and June 30th. Got it. That was my question. So it is totally fine for me to travel oh, and come back and only You're after yeah. that. Yeah. And there is no real the, risk of them. Absolutely. Absolute no risk. But make sure that the lawyers are very aware. Your company is very aware of it. Okay. Okay. That is very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Amit. Yeah. Hello. Hi Rahul, I have been watching your videos for many years. Thank you for all those videos and Facebook live sessions. Uh, my question is regarding the uh, EB2 to EB3 downgrade. I did the downgrade in October 2020 and to Nebraska. What's your priority date? March 2013. And mm -hmm. uh, it was current in EB2 category last month. So this month we filed in EB2 category. Was it I140 approved? Yes, yes. EB3. Both, yeah, EB3, yes. When EB2 is already approved, okay. Right, right. EB3 is also approved. And uh, it, uh, and we filed to California Center as per the new guideline from EB3 to EB2 again. And mm -hmm. um, we send the medicals to California Center. So my only question is, I, I've been talking to my friends and they are saying whoever is sending medicals to Nebraska Center is getting approved uh, GC. Uh, so my fear in that situation is if I send to Nebraska Center, I don't want to again convert from EB2 to EB3 uh, interfiling, you know. So 
that is what no, should no, i do no, it or just, not no i would do the interfiling with uh, nebraska service center for medicals without uh, mm-hmm. worrying about whether the my status should not be converted that is yeah. what my worry is i okay. would choose it i'm not telling i'm right okay so even though medicals are filed in california that that make uh, meaning i can totally avoid doing that maybe i don't know uh, what is the right course well, of action you can, you can just uh, you already did this right i already did to california center not to nebraska and yours is in nebraska yeah mine uh, original EB, original downgrade application is in nebraska i would still go to the medical with nebraska that's that's what i would do okay cool thank you next person please arbin yeah thank you hi rahul uh, arbin the here <laughs> i have a question related to h4 ead sorry h4 visa stamping for my kid and the port of entry before age 14 and after age 14 so my my situation is like i got h1b extension and my daughter's h4 has been applied for the extension i am hoping i will get it soon but she will be 20 Uh, by 2022 july she will be 12 years old and 20 sorry 13 years old and 2023 july she will be 24 years old uh, sorry 14 years old so when she will go for the stamping she is eligible for dropbox or um, we need to schedule a appointment so she never did the biometrics no that is the point 10 printed she never did yeah there's a chance they will ask her to do the biometrics and uh, and suppose like before 14 if she will go i don't know whether i will get an appointment or not for the drop box like then she will get the visa for the 3 years same as for me uh, yeah. for the- oh just because she is going to turn 14 won't restrict her to get a 3 year visa okay but at the port of entry i'm seeing her passport will expire in 2024 so that maybe she will get i94 up to that date and once i'll get the new passport what i have to do so that she can get the i94 extension without 10 printed okay one thing she can always do one thing she can go to mexico and come back she can go india and come back okay so she is not required for the fingerprint after crossing 14 no she just go to mexico and she comes back they are fingerprint her that's done okay so but during next visa extension h4 cs to say 10 printed is no and in the ds160 and cs to go for the interview in india no after once you get once she gets fingerprinted anywhere okay for example when she goes to comes to mexico they do that okay then she doesn't have to do it okay 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 thank you i got my answer Next and one, one one more question like in ds160 the home address should i give my us address or india address us address okay thank you very much thank you right thank you arvin arvin 
Hey, thanks, Rahul. Uh, I have a question, Rahul. So recently, I moved to a new house, and uh, I filled my AR eleven form. So the particular building uh, which I'm living is in like third street and the second street. So it's it's somewhere like if you come from the front side. Whoa, whoa, wait! Third street or second street? Okay. So so in AR eleven form, I have given as third street. But recently, when I went to leasing office, they asked me to give as second street in the every document. So I have already filled in the AR eleven as third street. So how do fill I it again? Fill it again. That's it. It's not a wrong thing, or we need to do anything. Ah, it's not a crime. It's not a okay. crime. Absolutely, you'll be fine. Okay. So nothing bad about <laughs> wrong about. Oh no no no. So it's, the only it's, thing is that you you look into the Google, they have all the fraudulent guy. You didn't fill the AR eleven. They're going to charge you ten thousand dollars. They're all fraudulent guys. Okay, you can ignore them. Change so, it. Thank you very much, Rahul. I was a bit scared by, by studying all the. Ah, uh, you need to watch those videos we do it on the fraudulent guys. Okay, okay. AR eleven fraudulent. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. Try to see if me. I have one video of ours. Okay. Because yeah, a lot of misinformation. Oh no, you're okay. fine. Okay. So my last question. So I should now give the second street address. So it says right from which place to which place you are going. So that I should mention the second place to second street to third street. That's it, and fill it again. Yeah. Okay. So fine. yeah, I'm, I have. A, I'm in the. I'm on the lease, and things are good for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Rahul. Thank you very much. I I just want you watch a video that I'll send it to you. Next okay. person, please. Yeah, hi Rahul. Thank you for yeah, it's me. Yeah, thank you for accepting my call. So my H four is expired, and I we I applied for H four and H four EAD both together, and uh, we are we are planning to travel to India um in this April month. Uh, so I got a news that my H one is so, also picked up. Okay. So can wait, I travel wait. now? When is your H four? expiring it is already expired and we applied for extension h4 and h4 ead both together um, i also booked the appointment in, uh, in india for the drop box for what h4 time you booked uh, june 27th when are you coming back uh, july 19 here is a problem with me because you said you got selected in the lottery mm mm-hmm. mhm So the lottery system says that you have to file the H one B by June thirtieth. Oh yeah, I heard it. Yeah. So you want to file the consular processing or what? No, a normal processing. What do you mean normal? Change the status? No, it's not. Oh yeah, yes. You can't. Uh, if you do though, then you're leaving. Let's say, for example, you file on April twentieth. You're filing a change of status. Uh huh. And you live in country, then you're not counted towards H one B number. Okay. So once you come back on H four, you have to file a change of status. You will not be subject to the cap. Okay. Mm-hmm. But your company has to spend the money on the lawyers like me and and the immigration fees. Okay. So uh, whatever I do, it should be. Um... Uh, like from before June thirtieth. If I want to go to India, it, it should be uh, before June thirtieth. Yeah. First of all, I would recommend 
that you go to India after October 1st. If that's not the case that you want to do it though, I want you to consult a lawyer because you will not be counted. If you're filing a H-1B, you're leaving before June 30th or you're leaving before October 1st, I want you to consult a lawyer because it's a long story for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry about that. Next person, please. Kalyan. Hey, hi, Rahul. Um, hi, really Kalyan. Good I know you are so bored about it. Let me see if I can entertain you, okay? <laughs> sure. Uh, so I recently got my palm petition approved. So my employer is about to file my I-140 in premium. So the current client which I'm working offered me a full-time job with impressive package and day one GC processing. So my question first of, is... First of all, how long you've been on the H-1B? Uh, my first extension is going to be this September 2022. How long you have been on the H1B? Uh, three years. Okay. Okay. And what's the package percentage wise? Of course, with all the people you don't want embrace. Percentage wise. Uh, uh, it's almost like the current package which they are giving me, it's like 50% hike. Not worth it. Uh, okay. Not what? Uh, but uh, my question is like, uh, let's say if my employer uh, um, withdraws my I-140, when I file a new uh, perm petition and everything, can I retain the priority date or it's not possible? You can retain the priority date after the I-140 is approved. Approved, okay. But still, you won't get the H-4 EAD. You won't get the seventh year extension. Oh, okay. Okay, and you'll be coming to this conference calls for a long, long time. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, Charles. I'll 50% is not worth right now. My son is an IT guy. I mean, boy, this guy calls me crazy. He tells me that they offer me so many jobs, and he's of like one year experience. So, you guys have a lot more. Wait for the I-140 approval, wait for six months. Do imprint processing. Pay the print processing. Next person, please. Hey, Rahul. Uh, here's my question. See, my wife is going to India. Uh, when uh, Can I apply I-485 if she's uh, out of the country? 485 in India? No, no 485. You cannot apply 485. Okay. If, uh, the next question is, if after applying the 485, if I travel uh, to India, I would uh, go for stamping and come back, is it going to be... Uh... Not any problem, except the I-131 advance parole will be denied. You can, uh, you can reapply it again. Okay. Okay. Let me so, tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. Tell your wife to not go when the 485 is getting applied. Okay. 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 Any other questions? No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Why, Bob? Hey, hey, Rahul. Thanks for answering our questions. I have uh, two questions. Uh, one question is, uh, I actually received an email from National Visa Center uh, uh, regarding some sort of an affidavit of support fee uh, that was addressed to my previous employer uh, uh, previous attorney. Uh, wait, 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 
what is your i140 status uh, my i140 is approved with my new company as well uh in both eb2 and eb3 my priority date is september 2013 and currently i am uh, i downgraded my petition to eb3 in october 2020 with and your i'm current to... company with your current company yes yes and this notice is from the previous company yeah uh this notice la, is for the previous la, just ignore it okay ignore it that, that's what i figured out that i should not be worrying about that but i just wanted to get an opinion uh my my attorney is not really telling me much on that he's like uh reply to the visa center and i'm like la la, I... la, la ignore it <laughs> all right and the second question is so uh it's regarding filing uh refiling and interfiling uh i watched all of your videos regarding that Uh, don't ask me any questions on it watch <laughs> it the best is your, are you married i uh, know uh it's your mom and dad <laughs> I, I, my my company is my company is uh, willing to pay for refiling so i was leaning towards that but i'm I, I, no just the payment will never be my consideration okay all right next person please yeah hinu Yeah okay Raul thank you very much yeah i've been watching the videos it helps me a lot so i have one question about the medical so my i485 and i140 i mean i485 together with i140 applied in uh, november last year texas service center 2021 yes it luckily it was very fast they sent me i mean uh, they approved one i140 in one week and then biometrics then in december 2021 uh, still i'm waiting for the rfe uh, for the medical because with you know you said in your videos is good that we include the i693 together but mm-hmm. the, i mean they didn't do it. the company attorney didn't file together you know that one now i'm my question is should i have now ready my i693 form to myself and my family should i send directly to the to the texas service center or what should i do do it send it just directly yeah, yeah. i'm giving you i want you to go to this link that i give it to you right now uh huh Okay and another question is should i send it together as one package because it's for me for my wife and my daughters as one package one package okay okay and and in, in the envelope should i mention my our receipt number i mean our number this src number so that i gave you the directions in this link oh okay thank you very much for all thank you next person please shrinath Oh, I can't hear you, Srinath. Hey, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me now? Absolutely. Sure. Thank you so much. So, um, yeah, my issue is regarding uh, the 485. I'm a dependent for my wife's application. We downgraded uh, to EB2 from sorry EB3 to uh, from EB2 in October 2020. and uh, we got our ead cards which was followed by the medical rfe <clears throat> so in september 2021 my wife got her uh, green card in eb3 
and uh, my application is still lying there. And unfortunately, wow. uh, wow. what is your status? I am currently on uh, EAD right now, GC EAD. Okay. And uh, our priority date is uh, May 2012, but unfortunately, EB3 went back, retrograde. So I'm stuck in limbo where in which my wife already has a green card. I am on EB3 EAD and I don't have much options. So I wanted to check, uh, can I interfile because her EB2 application date is still active, but she's not in green card anymore. Or, uh, you know, what, what options do I have? Okay, this is the last call, I guess. I'm unfortunately, that's a, too much tension for me. It's just stupid, you know? And if the people know about Telugu, I'll tell you something. Pancha Panda Ulu Entamandamante, Mancham Kolevale Muguru. That's what happened with you, buddy. Okay, I mean, yeah. absolutely. I don't think so you should refile because refiling will confuse the whole thing. And because okay. she got a green card in EB, I mean, it's just, I would not enter file. I will not do anything. There's okay, one other consideration. Uh, that's what I was coming into. I'll file an I-130 and 485. Okay, okay. I'll yeah, do that. So Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look for that option because that was the last thing that we were looking at. But yeah, no, I will do it. I will do it. I'll do it. Maybe, uh, you know, at the most they can deny what they can do. So I'll, I'll find I-130 and I-485. Okay, sure. Sure, that this is fine. I will do one thing though. I'll find I-130 yeah. in constant processing. Okay. And I'll do I-485 after you, I get my I want that receipt notice. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yes. We'll, we'll look into that. Thank Sorry, you. guys. I couldn't take all the people. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Oh, sorry, Monday. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.